Thank you for joining the Pathless Podcast. This is a continuation of our series of the Roll20 edition of the Lost Fandelever. I'm Ben, your DM here with... Erkov playing Reed. Uh, Matt playing Romaine Lettuce. Uh, Sam playing Hanny Thornswinger. Wonderful. As a wrap-up, our last episode was based upon the characters visiting an abandoned mansion in the southeast corner of the town of Phandalin. They had headed over there in the belief that they would locate Iarno Albrecht, who is an individual that knows Sildar Hallwinter. Sildar Hallwinter is looking for him because his guild had sent Iarno here uh, a while back to help restore peace to the town, and Yarno has since gone missing. The player characters found entrance to a cellar that appeared to be well-trafficked, at least in some parts, dispatched a couple red band ruffians. Uh, Romain Letus gained the power to teleport throughout that cellar and used his powers to jump around the map. They freed a wife and two daughters that they heard tell of their husband being killed by the Red Brand Ruffians. They awakened some skeletons, made friends with and killed a Nothic, tried to capture a rat and failed. That rat may have tipped off a um, glass staff wizard who appears to be running the Red Brand hideout that they're within. In attempting to chase that glass staff wizard, they lost track of him down a hallway. The characters now have two doors that have not yet opened, that they have not, uh, that do not know what's behind, and a pathway down to the south that appears to lead um, out of the current hideout that they're in. I'm going to hand it over to the player characters who chose recently not to rest. Um, and uh, after taking some damage, did use healing potions to get themselves back up in order. Gardas um, is very upset at the rest of the hero's choice to not rest. And he tells the player characters that he's going to walk out of this um, cave that they find themselves at the current point of the hideout. He walks across the lower bridge in that cave that was discussed in the last episode. The bridge breaks as he walks across it. He slides down into that chasm. The floor breaks out from underneath him, uh, plunging him into an eternal darkness that the characters can no longer see or hear him in. Oh no, Gardas. At the same time, Romain Letus, who had um, not enjoyed the vibe of the player characters before they entered the skeleton-based room, or maybe it was after they entered the skeleton-based room, uh, walked across his makeshift bridge of supplies and beds, and went back to the uh, cistern room, where he has been hanging out ever since. Romain, peering into the cistern, you think you glimpse something in the bottom of it. I don't know if it looks like a bag, or maybe a forgotten journal, but there's definitely something brown in those clear waters deep below. Hey, uh, can I reach for it? You cannot, because it would require swimming down to the bottom to get. It's about a 15-foot distance from where you are. Oh, maybe I should tell somebody about this. 
Alright, come on, Romain. Come on, you can't be embarrassed forever. Uh, I think it's time for me to face my fears and go find everybody and make some new friends. Romain Letus makes his way back into the room where there was a trap floor that broke out from underneath. He Whoa, goes through the two yep, he goes through the two copper doors into a room with pillaged graves and three dead skeletons. Oh, I've seen these before. I know where I'm going. And then he, I don't know, which way are you going next, Romaine? Uh, well, let me check out where the other friends were. Oh, oh there's nothing in here. There's two bodies uh, of red band ruffians. One of them is actually knocked unconscious, not killed by the player characters. The uh, cells were broken open. Uh, were they? Did they come after the cells were broken open? I forget. Uh, did who come after? These red brand. Because I came in here, uh, saw, saw new people, got embarrassed, and uh, or got bashful and walked away. That was my. That's opinion. what happened. Yeah. So the red brands were in there while there was also um, slaves in there, or whatever you want to call them, prisoners in there. Huh. I guess they must have moved on. All right. Let's go the other way. Yes. The the servants left. That room had not yet been entered. You come up here and you can see there's a door ajar. A secret wall was over here. That your character can now traverse through. I think I got rid of the lighting layer on it, so you can traverse right through that. Ooh. That enters you into a large cavern, and um, you hear a scream as you enter that cavern uh, down to the south and falling rock. Gasp. Uh, so I see the light source over that way. Yes, um, our friend Urkov did light a torch near the end of last episode. Um, so, uh, Romain Letus is making his way from the north down to the south to you guys after you just watched Gardas fall into a hole. It is I, Romain Letus. Welcome back. Thank you, I, I decided to face my fears and meet the new people. Where are all the new people? Uh, I think behind a certain door over here. Do you want to give me a hand with it? Sure. And I proceed to do the helping action. All right, so the player characters travel down the corridor to the west to the two doors, so down a couple stairs. The flagstone walls, thick, heavy doors with steel. Um, Urkov, as you approach the door to the north, um, you are able, with your passive perception, to hear um, the following. Hey, stop throwing dice! Oh, I uh, turn around and walk back towards the group because evidently nobody's behind me. Yes, uh, no one did follow Urkov based on the map, oh, but Romain said he was. So as you turn around, you do bump into Romain as you get to that corner. He was just 10 feet behind you. Oh. Did you hear that? Uh, my passive perception is 14, did I? You did not hear that. It was only uh, upon approaching the door, Urkov approaching the door that he heard it. Uh, hear what? There appears to be more red band ruffians behind that door. Oh, that's not good. Do you think they know? So, we're here? uh, what was that? Do you think that they know we're here? I think so. Yes. Oh, uh, is there a big boulder we can toss down the stairs and lure them into it? Uh, I don't think they'll be coming out this way, but oh. they never come out this way. I don't think so. I mean, if they know we're here, then they're probably looking to ambush us. 
Is this a door right in front of me? Yes, that is there's also a, door. a door, yes. I saw your target network, my bad. Was, was there anything coming through this one? Not that I heard. I attempt to open the door. The door remains locked. They son of a motherfucker. <sighs> Doors. We, my head you, you, go, so, go ahead, take it out. Take it out. Uh, Romain's character gets advantage on all strength tests, but disadvantage on anything intelligence or wisdom based for the next five minutes. <laughs> okay, so what about the roll to break this door open? Or is it just hit points? You do have to roll a successful strength check. It's not just hit points. Uh, plus three. Oh, is it a safe strength saving throw? Oh, not 20. Burr, 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 burr. I'm wasting it on opening a door. That's exactly <laughs> how I'm going to roll. And that was without the advantage. All yeah. right. So to be clear, the door to the south where Urkov did not hear anything from uh, is busted through by Romaine Letus. Uh, Romain, you are able to summon some extra strength to knock the door off of his hinges, going directly into the room. And let me get my lighting layer up, per usual, to just pretend like that door never existed for you. Wow. Door goes... me, The door goes flying open... And in front of Romaine Letus's vision is a bugbear who seems rather uh, large and strong. He is wearing fancy, uh, well, we're going to say fancy for a bugbear clothing. So he looks to be some sort of official and whatever is happening down here. That's all I would point out to you. Um, a wizard, who I only call a wizard because he's holding a glass staff. And uh, there's a description of him somewhere. Do, do, do. He is a dark bearded human male in sapphire robes. He has a princely mantle of aramine. And his is a glass staffed, beautiful, thick, and strong. I thought this was the empty room. The goblin standing yeah, to want. your left screams and and he will pass out on the ground. So I'm going to put the little passed out symbol on him for you guys. Then we should probably roll initiative. Because it's time to d d d d d d d d duel. Whose die was uh, that? 13, Romain. I'll update Romain to 13. Oh, cool. Yours just went in. Party on. All right. Well, I guess you guys tell me if yours go in or not go in. I got to delete the Nothic out. Click on this dude. Roll him in. Click on this dude. Cool. Please get off. Roll him in. Get me to roll. Yeah, go for it, dude. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I uh, got a nat 20, so a 22. That's the most important nat 20 you can ever get. It's a measurement. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are really prioritizing, uh, you know, because there's a couple of formidable opponents in here. Well, my two so, high yeah. rolls were a 
breaking a door in initiative, so I'm assuming it's going to be fours the rest of the night. <laughs> Memory serves me well. All right, so Roman, I got a 13 in. Hannah, I got a 22. Urkov is just nine real. Yep, yep. I got to reroll Sildar for a new combat here. He got a fancy eight. And then uh, Gardas have got to remove from combat. And we're good to duel, guys. I'm going to sort by descending. Hanny, um, the door breaks open. You are jumped up and ready to fight, but you're not really aware of the danger. So whatever your character does with that. Cool. Uh, Hanny was definitely spent some time as a sentry in his previous village. Um, and during my stroll in the danger, I'm going to see what this uh, fancy-looking sword the Nothic gave me, quote-unquote. Um, so, so you're equipping that sword? Is that what you're telling me? Okay. That's Four, good to know. Let's see. Five, six. Oh, yeah. You find that the sword, when you swing with it, blah, blah, blah. All right. Do, 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 well, it was do, do, within do, 30 do. feet, so I will swing with it. Ah, so Hanny has dashed down the stairs, out of the cavern, into this room that Romain Letus has recently kicked a door into. He enters a room and sees three large bugbears, uh, one of which has an eye patch with a jewel in it, a goblin passed out on the floor, and then the wizard who I've already described earlier. So upon entering, you are adjacent to one of the bugbears on the right-hand side. And then um, this is a barracks containing... Four roughly built wooden bunks with heaped up blankets and dirty dishes scattered about. A strong smell of unwashed bodies and rotten meat fills the air. The furry humanoids are ready uh, with their weapons. And uh, yeah, looks like everything we need. Um, uh, just as an aside, I'm going to use my reaction. If anything attacks... Uh... Uh, what's I, I can't see everyone else's character name. Annie. What's his name? Hanny. Hanny. Yeah. If anybody attacks Hanny, I'm going to use my shield to make it a disadvantage, and that's just my first reaction. So, nope. Just uh, for the just for the DM, I'm just calling it the first attack that goes towards. I'm going to do my best. I'm down that. with that, man. That's fine with me. Me too. Um, cool. Well, I was going to ask if they had any, like red brand material on them, but I guess if they have their weapons out, I'm good to sling. Okay, so these guys are not dressed like the red brands. They're dressed like different types of officials. That's what I was trying to point out from their clothing. Um, for weapons, uh, they are ready to attack and kill you. And um, they are wielding morning stars. Okay, well, I can get out of my village because I don't know how like political intrigue works. So we're going to swing. Good idea. Um. And I have a 17. Yeah, 17. Yeah, against the bugbear. Yeah. That sword does anything fancy then. Oh, okay. That's a good point. The sword seems to want to help you hit. So we'll pretend like that 17 is an 18. And you do hit. Okay. Um, and then it's uh, long sword, right? So I do a D8. Yep, and the sword wants to help you deal damage, so you can add a plus one to that D8 damage. You got it. Ugh. Um, nine damage. You slash across the bugbear's chest, 
Yes, Burning Dart, you guys did level up to level 2. Um, and uh, he is not bloodied, but the blow is formidable. Is there anything else left in your turn? That is everything. All right. Ready, my shield. You do that. So, Glass Staff, as we will call him, taps his staff to the ground, and you can see that a translucent shield forms around him uh, that theoretically would protect him. He then moves across the room to this corner. After Glassstaff is the bugbear in the corner that Glassstaff just moved next to. He gratefully moves up without any fear and swings at the Hananator. This, this is the um, bugbear that's wearing the eye patch with the blue gem over one of his eyes. Okay. So it's like a jeweled eye patch. I don't know what you're doing here, but I'm going to take you out. He swings, but finds his arm to not work the way it normally would. Oddly. He can't explain why. And does a 14 hit? It does not. He's unable to connect with Hanny. Unfortunate. All right. That ends his turn. There's no further actions for him. The goblin on the ground does not wake up. Um, the blue bugbear to your east, Hanny, mm -hmm. is going to move to attack you. Is that a... Just uh, updating all my little tokens here, sorry. He moves up five feet. Hanny now finds himself more or less surrounded by three large bugbears. Will this bugbear also get that thing that you talk about, Matt? I Disadvantage? Only one, I only get one a turn. Just wanted to make sure we're on the same page here. <laughs> All right. A 23 hits. Sure does. And uh, you find his Morningstar packs a strong punch dealing... Wait, why can't I roll for this? Damage. Mother trucker. Um, where's my dice? There's my dice. Bring me my dice. Yeah, bring me my dice. As I drop them to the floor. Ow. Oh, I forgot. There's digital dice on here, isn't there? It's been too long. It's been two weeks already. Anyway, um, dealing 12 damage to Hanny. Yikes. Half my life there. Okay. Hanny's on the verge of bleeding. It is your turn, Romaine Letus. Okay. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, Reed. What's your character's name? Warzov? Kov. Just Av? Urkov. Urkov. Can you can you help us uh, in range? I have spear. Hey, spear. All right. All right. Cover me. I'm going in. 
And I move here, so I provoke a top opportunity from Red. Okay, so Romain Lidas moves into Hanny's square as a friendly character, that's fine. Then he moves between two of the bugbears over top of the goblin who's sleeping. Is that correct, Romain? Yes. All right. Um, I don't know that you... So you're saying because you've entered... Oh, you've left Red's. Okay, got it. I understand now. So because he's left Red's threat range in doing so, he will be able to swing a morning star at him. Well, I, I want to... Here, am I able on the bed next to Penny? Like... Mm. So I'd say you're able to end there. The goblin is a very small, shriveled creature, I guess. Okay. Um, and uh, since he's knocked out, it's no different from like standing over or rough to main or whatever rough to all right so let me take that oh, one attack of opportunity i'm able to connect with my morning star dealing a total of eight damage to oh. remain as he tries to squeeze through the bugbears okay. do you have any actions you're I'm taking this turn attack, uh green sure so the bugbear directly in front of Hanny with the special eye patch. He swings so at him. I get advantage because you said strength stuff, right? It more meant like skill checks okay, this related is... to your anger towards the door. So then just 17. The 17 is able to connect with the bugbear. Eight damage. Wow. A decent amount of chunk out of the bugbear. 30-something minus eight. And then I'm going to action surge, which I have an additional action once per short slash long rest. Okay, go ahead. Make another attack. Against the same bugbear? Uh, yes. Go ahead. Sure. Good roll. I'm taking you down. All right, he deals nine more damage. This bugbear is still not bloodied, but is definitely hurt. Ah, uh, What? <laughs> Uh, after Romain Letus is the uh, red bugbear who has taken a hit out of Romain. Uh, he's going to stay where he's standing and uh, see that Hanny is bloodied and swing at him. Uh, so he has a disadvantage. The first roll is a 15. The second roll is a 10. He takes the 10. And then with his bonus, does an 14 hit. It does not. Still? All right. Yeah, that would you. end his turn. Urkov, it's your turn. Okay. Um, You're kind of far from your mic. I don't know if that's uh, something you can control. Yes. Urkov, uh, it's hard for Urkov to see Hanny where Hanny's at. Oh, Hanny's the Minotaur, isn't he? Hanny's in front of you, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget that Hanny's the Minotaur. For some reason, I think that's where we lead us because he just barreled down a door. Um. Hanny, how bloody are you? Half bloody. Half bloody? So like a quarter of full health? Mm, full bloody. Oh, full bloody. Okay. Um, Urkov will step forward, lay healing hands on uh, on uh, Hanny. Hanny, as part of this ritual, I would really recommend... Uh, Smashing your bugbear that you laid into. Okay, we'll do. And 
Let me just this roll. One of the ones that gives him an extra attack or something? Is that what you're saying? That? Yeah, it gives an immediate attack, yeah. Okay. So here's uh, heal for six. Cool. So I get a plus six and I get to attack? You get plus six HP and you get to take an attack. Right now, okay. yes. Uh, so I'll follow his direction and attack the red guy that I attacked previously. Uh, do some math. A. Seventeen. Seventeen hits. Cool. And we will do fourteen damage. Wow. A hefty swing bloodies this bugbear. Good job. That's better. What was the difference between that and what you were saying before? Uh, I'm literally two inches from the mic at the moment. Oh, I love the two inches. Everyone, let's, let's all talk two inches from the mic. Do I sound different? Basier. Nice. I'm so manly now. Our laptop cop's turn is Sildar's turn. You're breaking up a little bit. Oh, too basy? Too basy. Cool. All right, Sildar's turn. He's going to uh, make his way down the hallway. He can't quite make it into the room, so he will just stand behind Urkov and uh, wait for his moment. He doesn't necessarily see that this corner is open over here, so I'm just going to leave him there. Hanny, it's your turn. All right. Um, Hanny will continue to follow directions and, I guess, lay into the red guy. You got it. Uh at 20 is able to hit something yeah mm -hmm. and then uh 15 damage nice dude all right he's able to slay the uh formidable bugbear one of the bugbears has died to the ground good job let's do let's it we can take the guy out of initiative there he is. Yeah. Take him out. All right. Now, Urkov and Sildar. Uh, Urkov, you hear the slow creak of a door from behind you. So let me fix that real quick. I'm just going to move the lighting layer on this. And the door that you were trying to get into a couple times in the north is um, kind of like off-kilter open. I don't know if that shows in the layer correctly. Yeah, I see a cool. bunch of faces on the other side. So these are like a bunch of grown men, red brand ruffians, who are kind of like totem-pulling their heads, looking out the door at you guys. Uh, they're very red in the face as you kind of glance back to look at them. And as soon as you make eye contact with them, they shut the door immediately. Okay. Last staff is next. Doo -doo -doo. Did I shut the door all the way? Yeah. All right, cool. Wonderful. All right. Um, Glassstaff is going to cast Magic Missile. 
Uh, dealing 11 damage to Hanny. Ouch. That's what you get. After that is the uh, blue gemmed eye patch of a bugbear. He is at 15 of 27. Okay. Uh, he's going to go for Romaine Letus here to his right. You wouldn't dare. Swing. He's able to connect with the 21. Yep. And dishes out damage to Romaine Letus. Uh oh. So Romaine Letus is hanging on by a thread in uh, non 5e terms, but I believe in 5e terms he's just knocked out. I am knocked out. Okay. He's hit zero HP. He is knocked out. We'll play that you get one pass on your uh, saving throw, just because you you only got knocked down to zero. I'd like to do something with that for you. Did you get hit before? Yeah, I got hit running into the room because someone's a fatty and blocked the door. And then, uh, uh. yeah, that was it. I didn't have time to use my second wind. So oh, your character falls on top of this goblin. Oh, uh, the goblin wakes up out of his passed out state due to this. And um, he quickly starts running around like he moves five feet down here and then like ten foot up here. And he's going to try to push past you, Hanny. Um, so you can take an attack of opportunity if you'd like for him entering your square. But his plan is to just like barrel through you guys out the door. Same thing would go for you, Urkov. He is unarmed, and he is kind of like a skinny, scared little goblin thing. So he's even small by goblin's terms. Okay. Uh, I'll let him pass. Urkov, what's your decision? Honestly, part of me wants to... Uh, part of me wants to hit him, but at the same time, I've got big bugbears over there, and I really don't want to drop my guard against them if this one just seems to be running away. Yeah, so Urkov, you can watch him run up the stairs and you lose sight of him in the cavern. Cool. Yep. All right. Uh, this bugbear at full health is going to swing at Hanny, the only person alone in the room. Uh, him and his leader in Glastaff here. Do do do. A14 still does not connect with Hanny, no matter how many times I ask. <laughs> Romain Letus, please roll me a check. I'm going to give you a green for your first one. And a fail for that. All right, Erkov, it's your turn. Okay. Um, I step into the doorway, to the corner. Mm -hmm. And then I will take a swing at the... So the, the blue bugbear is going to get an opportunity as you share some space with Hanny to swing at you. Sure, I understand. Um, so he squeezes past Hanny and leaves himself open to an attack. The attack is fair. able to connect for 10 damage. Uh, I will, um, shoot, we didn't take our short rest, do we? <laughs> if, if I remember correctly, that your character was against the short rest, but yes, you guys uh, did not. Okay, I guess I don't have, I'm pretty sure I used my stone endurance last time. I didn't write it, but, so, uh, did, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I did. Okay, I take the 10 damage. Okay, Sildar is rather bloodied. He's at 6 of his 30 HP. 
or sorry, Urkov. Sorry, yeah, Urkov. I'm gonna say that's awfully a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, Urkov, what action are you taking now? I'm uh, bashing Mister Great. Nice hit. He's able to connect and bash Mr. Green. Oh. Yeah, I tried. <laughs> For three damage. I, uh, okay. I'm kind of out of spells right now. so <laughs> Clear enough. All right. Um, Sildar hears Arkov get hit, sees that Hanny is low in front of him. Let me in, man. I'm coming through. And he's going to pull the same maneuver that Romain Letus did, entering into the room, moving into Hanny Square, and then um, dodging between the two bugbears to this open corner. Um, but as he enters, uh, he notices the glass staff wizard in the corner and goes, Yarno, what are you doing here? We found you. You must help us defeat these bugbears. They're destroying my friends. And uh, Sildar is going to take his weapon and swing at the uh, green bugbear who appears to already have been damaged. Just give me a second to grab Soldar's character sheet. I haven't had to do anything with him this whole entire time. Where the heck is Sildar? There he is. All right. He's got that parry. He's got that long sword. It's just a long sword with 1d8 plus 1. Got it. Swing at the bugbear. He is unable to connect. And it is now Hanny's turn. Alright. Uh, Hanny is going to attack uh, the bugbear with the eye patch. Um, but as he attacks him, a like bullseye is going to show up on that bugbear as I use my spell Hunter's Mark. Sounds good. Um... And I attack and I get a 15. Nice. It connects? Okay, cool. No, a 15 does not hit. Oh, yikes. All right. Well, did you give yourself your plus one with your magic longsword? I did. Yeah, unfortunately, nothing happens then, Hanny. Okay. Okay. Uh, Glass Staff, a.k.a. Arne Albrecht. Ah, oh, Sildar, I'm glad you've come. And you guys see that he turns and casts a magic missile on um, the eye patch bugbear. Dealing. Uh, nine force damage to that bugbear. The bugbear is still standing. What are you doing, Glostaff? Uh, the bugbear continues to fight. He swings at Hanny. With an 18. Which will hit. And connects for three. Eight damage. Okay. Um... I have my Relentless Endurance uh, Ratio ability, so instead of going down to zero, I go down to one. All right, so he's at seven HP. He takes eight, goes down to one. He's still up to fight another attack. Okay, the blue bugbear is next. Uh, he sees Hanny does not quite go down and tries to pummel him like a game of whack-a-mole. He is unable to hit, though, as Hanny dodges out of the way. Romaine Letus is on the ground below Sildar Hallwinter, breathing heavily. What do you got, Romaine? Okay, I'm going to roll. And I failed again, so one more and I perma-die. Oh, this is true. Urkov, it is your turn. You have a very bloodied bugbear right in front of Hanny. 
Uh, at the same time, your healer senses can see that Romaine Letus underneath Sildar is struggling to uh, breathe. Yeah, I have a lot of experience with this, so uh, <laughs> I am going to. Well, the green goblin or the green bugbear is he even looking at me at this point, or you can dance around him, remember, and fight. Well, that, that's my plan. Yes. Yeah, you my, you can dance your whole entire way around like this. Me or is didn't he no, just attack? A, he can't even. Attack you, No, no, no. I'm just saying, oh. role playing wise. Yeah. <laughs> he sure. just attacked Hanny, right? Uh, that's correct. Yeah. So he's not really paying attention to me. So I will stink my way around. You Again, role playing here. Sorry. So. <laughs> I, just, I just wanted to make sure you weren't concerned about getting no, attacked. No, I wasn't. No. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I will spare the dying on that. All right. Or, so, I mean, Romane Letus. There you go, role play. Wonderful. Oh, oh, I'm back. So you, you can uh, awake somewhere after five minutes after this battle's over, obviously. Oh, okay. Great Spare the Dying doesn't heal him. Correct. It just makes him stable. All right. So you're stable. Hey, Erkov, that's your whole turn, I imagine? Uh, yeah, it's an action, so. All right. Sildar is going to swing at the Moss guy. The eye patch dude, and he continues to miss. Hanny, it is your turn. Alright, it's like my last, last moment, so hopefully I can take down the eye patch guy. Swing, uh, and I will hit this time. Um, I did pass my concentration for my spell. And. Is Hunter's Mark a spell? It is, yeah. Okay. It requires concentration. Um, cool. And I'm going I'm to do 16 damage. Wonderful. You um, obliterate him uh, as you cut across his stomach into his face, you find that the eye patch was just for looks and two, both of his eyes were absolutely normal. That's fun. All right. Sorry, I just... die. <laughs> Alright. There's only one left, man, Glassstaff says. And uh, he fires a magic missile at the... Uh, Blue bugbear next to Hanny. Ooh, heading for 14 damage. That wow. does bloody this bugbear. 14? Yes. 14 force damage. Uh, it was 4 plus 4 plus 3 plus 3. Wow. 3d4 plus 3. So 2 4s and 1 3 is going to do it. Wow. All right. Um, and that brings us to the last bugbear. Glass staff. You let Mosk die. He's going to leave Hanny's and Sildar's threat range to go towards Glassstaff. Okay. So go ahead and take your two attacks for opportunity. You can go first, Hanny. Sure. Does a 16 hit? It does. Okay. Um, as a bonus action, I, I do get to transfer my uh, Hunter's Mark, if that's cool with you. Yep, good. Uh, on an attack opportunity. Can you get a bonus action? On someone else's turn, I think you can only get reactions on someone else's yeah, turn. Yeah, I didn't state it. Didn't, all that. Yeah, I didn't state it beforehand. Um, so I do nine damage. All right, he's still up. We'll see if Sildar is able to finally connect with something here. Come on, Sildar. Mm. He rolls a two. <laughs> all right, <laughs> and uh, this guy makes it to. Oh, you know what? He didn't have to leave the Sildar's threat range. I don't know what I'm doing. All right, he just moves five and swings at uh, Glassstaff, and he's unable to connect with Glassstaff. 
Romain Litas is on the ground. Urkov, it's your turn. Okay, I uh, will take my five-foot step, I think. Sure. So he moves up five towards the bugbear and swings. He rolls a six on his d6. My bad. And a seven on his d20. So unfortunately, you're unable to connect. Any more actions? Uh, no. Okay, Sildar is going to throw around his longsword and connect. At a boy. Yay. Oh, Sildar does make two melee attacks. I've been cheating. Multi attack. Sildar has two melee attacks. All right, and he's going to roll a second attack because I have two and not connect on that one. We'll just assume the other ones weren't yeah. hits. Ooh. He deals three damage to the bugbear, and the bugbear is still standing. <laughs> We want the wizard. It's your turn. Us. <laughs> Can we trade? <laughs> All right, Annie's gonna hobble over five feet, twist my hunter's mark over to him, roll probably too low. Fourteen. It's not hit. Six. Um, and I guess just get ready to get hit. Okay. Uh, Last hit dagger right now, so. Next is Glastaff. Glastaff being too close to combat uh, takes a withdrawal action Glass from that bugbear. Actually, he can just go if he has withdrawal 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. All right. And uh, quickly makes his way out of the room. It is the bugbear's turn. He swings at Hanny uh, as Hanny is in the way of his ability to follow Glastaff. And rolls a big old 2. Ooh, oh, yeah. Urkov, it's your turn. Urkov smash. Wow, that die went flying around the board, but still is unable to connect with this bugbear with bloodlust. It's Sildar's turn. He throws his longsword in the air twice. A f- four. Hey. No, a seven. And he is able to do enough damage to dispatch the bugbear that was trying to get through Hanny. Okay, there are three bugbears in this room. There is a goblin who ran out of this room, Glastap who ran out of this room, and um, potentially four ruffians who were peering in from the room above. So we can stay an initiative here maybe for a little bit. Hanny, are you taking any like immediate actions in the whole world of initiative? Um, first two thoughts are to cast Goodberry and also steal that iPad. You say iPad? Oh, I had to. I had to. All right, so That's magic, magical device. Yes, go ahead. You you do your good berry on your turn, and uh, yeah, as a yeah. free action, you reach down and grab the eye patch off of uh, Moss. Moss. Okay. Uh, after so. Hanny. Oh, yeah. I mean, you you can help your character accordingly, right? With yeah, I was berry. also going to give one to uh, our unconscious. Friend. Romani Le- Litas. Romaine. Yeah. Romani. I think it gives me what one HP, right? Yeah, but I get to make I think I get to make like ten of them. I was just looking that up. Yeah, I, think I can't you make remember like, how many. Ultimately one D ten or something like that? Good Mary. Uh up to ten berries appear in your hand, so ten berries appear in my hand. I think it's a one D ten. You you think it's a choice? Yeah. I guess it doesn't it say doesn't roll. It doesn't say roll, it just is up to ten. I'll roll. Because it seems silly otherwise, but yeah, I, I like that concept. Let's roll it for fun. 
Okay, I roll a 10. Well, well done, well done. I like that. <laughs> Showed you. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll... Uh, I want to give one to Romain. Yeah, uh, it's going to take an action to yeah, feed yeah, one to Romain, yeah. so he's not up yet. All right, Glassstaff took an action. The bugbear's dead. Romain doesn't get an action. Urkov, um, any immediate actions? Well, the wizard, I still am not convinced, is a friend, so I'll be chasing after the wizard. Yeah, go for it. Uh, he went north, right? There's only one way out of this room. Okay, I just want to make sure I wasn't... Four, five, six. Uh, oh, I guess I can dash. Yeah. So as he comes up the stairs out to the east, he sees a goblin trembling on the ground behind this pillar to his left. Uh, entering the cavern, though, he does not see any sign of glass staff. I'm allowed to speak. Yeah, you can. Okay. You, where'd wizard go? And uh, he sh pulls up a shaky hand and points this way. Town south. Okay. Do I get any more movement, or are we just going to call my talking the rest of my movement? You just got to finish your dash. I don't care. You can okay, sure. This guy's very there compliant. So the second you asked, he pointed, just so you know. Yep, sure. Gotcha. All right. Sildar's turn. Whoa. Tough break there, guys. Uh, anyone got a way to get Romaine up? Hanny's turn. Yeah, I, I feed Romaine uh, a berry. Hey, Romaine, you're up with one HP. Oh, I think I was close to be my maker. All right, do you have any special speed, Urkov, or are you a 30-foot character? I'm a 30-foot. All right, thanks. Yep. Romain, it's your turn. You're up and alive. Okay, yes. then I'm going to... Oh, my gosh, oh, my gosh. And then use my uh, second wind to roll... 1d10 plus my fighter level, which is 2. So I just got three, 5 HP back, so I'm at 6. Wonderful. Oh man, what what happened? Okay, well that conversation's going on. Urkov, you were dashing through the snow. Okay, so Urkov, as you work your way uh, down this long, long hallway, the lights give out, so I guess you have your torch typically when you fight, right? So. This is not a hallway that is uh, covered in lanterns like the rest of the... Whatchamacallit? Does that make sense? You might be uh, muted. Yeah, I was muted. Yes, yes. I got you. All right, cool. Um, the flagstone walls quickly turn into uh, dirt walls with some wood um, protections or whatever you want to call it, foundations. Uh, you continue to run with hopes of catching glass stuff. You're not just stopping every six seconds. You're continuously running. And... Um, you find yourself out in the forest on the lower level that your characters were before. Do you remember that lower level yep. before you guys climbed up to the mansion? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you've uh, found some brush and come out the other end. Uh, there is no sign of glass staff, though. Mm -hmm. And it was pretty wide open up here, right? Wide open in the, the like, areas? There wasn't much in the way of, uh, like, seeing, like, no trees or really anything. It was just a hill. So, you came out into a dense amount of trees and shrubbery, but where he went, I mean, he could have went along the side where more of this bushes went, uh, continually around the circle. He could have jumped off the cliff in front of you to the lower plateau below that. 
Um, so it's like two plateaus that lead to the top of this. You're on the first of the two plateaus, remember? Yeah, yeah I remember. Um, I just don't remember there being a bunch of foliage on the map. Yeah, so there is foliage when you come out of this, and then there's, a, I guess, some natural foliage in general. But um, there's not a wide open plane in front of you that you see him on. That's all I'll tell you. Like, there's enough yeah. changes in plane slash ideas for cover. Gotcha. Um, I'm going to stand there and be patient. See if I don't see any movement or anything. Sounds good to me. Let me... Uh... Alright, roll um a perception check. Sure. Perception is thirteen. Or plus three rather. Sixteen. Plus three. That's a natural one. <laughs> That one. Oh, so your actual roll was a one. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My my roll is a one plus three is a four. Got so. it. Got it. So a thirteen. Yeah, yeah. One plus three. I get it now. Oh I, yeah, yeah. No, no. I know. Sorry. You said that before okay. you rolled the dice. I'm just yeah, saying yeah. it's kind of funny that it turned out that way. Okay. I'm saying one I see, three. I, I see what you're saying. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. Okay, let's go back to the rest of the team here. Huh. Where did Iarna run off to? Let me go check the hallway. Sodar leaves the room to go look in the hallway for Yarno. Hanny? Uh, Hanny's in a little bit less of a rush because I gotta like eat my berries and I'll walk around <laughs> also exiting. So, are you actually able to down like eight more of these berries for eight HP? Uh, I don't know how you would. Normally, yes. I mean, normally the berry is just. All right, yeah, I mean, we're, we're going to play it as you can only do one around, but um, we're actually kind of out of combat here at this point, so if you just want to take a handful and everyone's kind of role-playing here, you can handful your eight and choo-choo-choo-choo-choo. Yeah, I'll uh, make a locomotive, I guess. And... All right, cool. So that's what your character's up to, then? Yeah, and he's going to walk out of the room, too. Onto... Right. Yeah, you can do that while you're eating. Six. I see a cylinder up here, so I'm going to follow him. Yep. All right, Erkov, your turn's already taken up. Uh, Sildar and Hanny out here. And uh, Romain, go ahead. What do you want to do? Anything? I skipped over you, I think. Sorry. Uh, want to follow them. All right, so you... I'm kind of, I'm kind of yeah, you leave the stinky room. You stay close behind Hanny. Oh, wait. Is there anything in here of note? There is. Lots of things of note. So um, as you're about to exit the room, your eye catches on. On a couple things. Do 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 do. All right. So uh, you step on a pouch of Mosk, the bugbear with the eye patch, on your way out. He has a um, pouch that is full of coin. Ooh. Oh, picking up and looking inside, you find uh, thirty-three silver pieces, uh, an iron key. And that's everything inside his pouch. Okay. Interject really quick. Sure. I just did a Google, and uh, one of the questions, you know, asking why only one good berry in action, and uh, somebody said, "Well, the definition of good berry is a banana. So if you can eat more than one banana every six seconds." 
<laughs> That's pretty funny. Uh, so is there anything else that uh, looks like pilferable? Um, the bugbears had shields and morning stars. Oh, they're robes. Do they, are there any other shields and morning stars better than mine? No, they are not. Um, but like I said, they are also wearing noble robes. So I don't know if you have any interest in those. Oh, noble robes? Oh, yeah. These might, I might be able to sell these and these. So the and problem is, is that they're super slashed up and bloody, I guess. We, we have to consider that. I wonder what nobles they killed, or do they turn into bears? Like... They definitely were not bloodied before Hanny came. They were clean noble garb. But I made a couple comments about Hanny slicing up between things and <laughs> across things, so. Oh, I was dead when that happened. So. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. I just wanted to be clear for everyone else sure, sure. that these were not stolen. These bugbears were did not steal these robes uh, based on that type of which well, so for other characters. All right, Romaine, you, you've got your pouch and you can leave the room and kind of group up with everyone else. And uh, the three of us are going to look around the cavern. Uh, Sildar is going to choose to ignore Droop here. Is Hanny or Romaine going to acknowledge the uh, goblin? Uh... I'm going to speak to him and Goblin and say, why are we working for those bugbears? Uh, uh, Droop does what Droop told. Who told you to work for them? Bugbears? Are they... How long have you been working for them? Oh, Droop be working for two years. Two years? They held you captive that long? Uh, Droop... Is soldier droop 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 past maybe not captive wait 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 Th those were actual nobles uh droop not call them nobles droop call them commanders from where oh droop shouldn't say why not no one will know droop scared of who it's just us here Droop scared of Black Spider. What Black Spider? Droop cannot say! Is there a Black Spider in here? I hate spiders. Oh, Droop hope not. Droop hope not. He looks around, dances around the stone, looking around. Uh, hey, hey. Hey, guys, look for a spider. There might be a spider in here. Alright, Sildar is, you know... Yardo! Yardo! I've come for you, Yardo. Yardo! I don't know if his voice is going to carry down to Urkov, but... I have survival. I was going to track where people went. So... I'll just mentioned that Urkov rolled a 1 on his uh, perception. For the yeah, record. yeah. I'd, I'd agree. That sounds good to me. So, Hanny, I mean, you can see that the characters ran down south, Urkov and the other guy with your survival. Um... Yeah. But your your ability to track is going to be heavily hindered, I believe, by the... Uh, oh, I guess it's going to turn into dirt coming up. I was going to say by the actual like f stone floors and things like that. Yeah. But... Well, if I can figure to go south, then that's where I'll go. Okay. I don't speak Goblin. I don't know what he's saying. Oh, yeah, I forgot. They're having a conversation in Goblin. 
All right, Annie, it takes you a while. Uh, it's about 100 feet of uh, pathway yeah, here. Yeah, dash or whatever. So, or, all right, no, so yeah, or, if you're... Unless I'm eating my bananas. <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll do somewhere in between the two. We're just going to say it, it takes you probably like a, closer to a minute to get to cool. the end. And uh, find Urkov out there looking around. Yeah. Find anything? Whoa, where'd you come from? The cave. Oh, I didn't hear you coming. Uh, the goblin in there said that the wizard came this way, but I have not seen I'd like to use survival then to see if I have time for that. Yeah. Um, with all the dense brush and thicket... I guess there could be like uh, leaves in the ground or something. Go ahead and give me a roll. Let's see what that ends up with. All right. I have a plus four and I rolled an eight, so 12. Pretty average. I was just trying to help you. I want to pick up one. All right. Uh, I'm not going to give it to you on an eight or 12. Sorry, Chelsea just dropped a bunch of clothes text next to me. Cool. All right. Uh, Romain, back to you and Droop. So, what, does a spider hear you? Oh, Drew, hope not. Then why are you afraid of it? Spider can poison me. But it's not here, it can't hear you, can't see you, and no one else but uh, us are here. You protect me? Uh, until we get back to town, for sure. Oh, Drew need protection much longer. What are you going to do by yourself? Uh, Droop can't be by himself. Droop will have to find someone. Well, back at town, there's some people that need work, uh, need, like, a shopkeeper. Droop not sure he's very good at that. Uh, how about janitorial stuff? Mm, Droop might be good at that. Can you, uh, plant things and pick things? Probably not. Well, maybe you can, uh, Clean things. I don't know. Droop hopes so. Well, and if you want to go back to a relatively human civilization, you're gonna have to talk to uh, me, the the sheriff. That's that's why I'm wearing this uh soldier uh, stuff because I'm like a sheriff. Okay, Troop, listen to you. Ah, good. So, who are those guys? Uh, working for? Oh, they work for Black Spider. And what uh, country does Black Spider work for? Droop can't say. Droop get in trouble. With me? The sheriff? You're right. You could get in trouble if you don't say. Uh, Droop not want to get in trouble. Okay, Droop tell you. The silence scary for Droop. They work for uh, Black Spider at Cragmore Castle. Uh, oh. Oh, okay. That's no big deal. Oh. And no one's gonna know but us. This is good for Droop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, here, let's go figure out where everyone else went to, unless you wanna 
stay here and watch out to make sure that the other people don't come follow us. Troop knows there's more red brands here. Do you know a way for us to either get around them or beat them up quietly and quickly? Oh, Droop knows all the secret passages. Oh, well, why don't you uh, help us figure out where to go? Where do you want to go? Uh, I'm thinking out of here. Okay, follow Droop. Sildar's going to ask, uh, hey, can you ask that thing where the wizard went? Oh, uh, hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, group. What group? Is, this? is that the same group? Droop. 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 Where does uh, the wizard go to? He points down here. Oh, let's go get the wizard first. It looks like everyone else is trying to find him. Okay, but that's not fastest way out of here. Is it the safest way out of here? Uh, Droop doesn't know. Well, then uh, let's just go that way, because that's where we're looking for the guy, not necessarily the fastest way out. Okay, so uh, everyone meets up outside. I'm just going to maybe copy and paste some figures. Let me see here. Copy. Move us over. Get rid of that. Get rid of that. Do, 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 do. Move us to the Fandolin map. Okay. I don't know if it's like shift click. Yeah, there we go. That should recenter everyone's page to where we want to be, right? Um, I'm going to delete these figures to give some fresh ones. And what I'm saying is... Oh, okay, that's the forest that we came out into, Reed. I see it now. Okay, so it looks like we were so deep in that we came out uh, below the second plateau. That was my mistake. Uh, all player characters, Droop. I think I've got everyone. Hanny, Drooper, Kavro, Main, Sildar. Um, come out into this forest that was down to the south here. Everyone yes. see that forest? Yep. All right, which is densely thicketed, and uh, therefore I'm going to say with uh, all the rolls, the wizard is lost and gone by now. Your characters can still continue to look for him, obviously, but we're not going to fruitfully get anywhere. Okay, so uh, Droop and Romaine and Sildar come out f behind uh, Urkov and Hanny. Did you guys fight Iarno? I don't know about Iarno, but the wizard got away. That was. That was Iarno, my friend. He's from the then same guild as me. Why was he working with the bugbears? What do you mean? He wasn't. He attacked the bugbears with us. He was a prisoner. Uh... Then why was he roaming around? What I got? Didn't, didn't we get told by somebody that he was in charge? I got attacked by him. Well, he probably was scared. He didn't know who you were. For all but, he knew, you were coming to, uh, you know, attack or be part of the band. What? But hold on, time out. Didn't while we were going through, somebody say that class down was in charge. Yeah, but that wasn't glass staff. That was Yarno. I there was glass staff. I mean, I agree. He's holding a glass of staff, but that was Yarno. Yarno Albrecht. Who has a glass staff? Correct. 
Uh, you there, Making Goblin. Have, have you been here a while? Uh, Troop be here a while. Yes, so, so you could tell us. My friend, Arno, was he a prisoner of those bugbears? Uh, Troop seems like he might make you upset. No, no, just just tell me, just tell me. Uh, Droop, get bossed around by Glassdaff. Yarno is Glassdaff. Oh, crap. All right. It is possible that when Yarno came to town, he was not captured and uh, infiltrated the Redbrands with plans of returning back to the Lord's Alliance with information about them. He could have posed as their leader for some time. We did see that he was interested in saving his own skin. And uh, it would not be against the rules of as an agent of the Lord's Alliance to gain political power and mutual security through uh, infiltration of sorts. Droop, do you think that uh, Glassstaff could have been infiltrating? Droop thinks possible? See, okay, it's clear now. Well, I guess it's good that we got him out of the clutches of those men. Uh, I should be able to rendezvous, rendezvous with him uh, through the Lord's Alliance at some point soon. It's good to know he's safe and healthy, at least. Oh. Hmm. Oh. So, are we heading back, heading back to town? Uh, my needs are met, good men. If if we want to start heading out uh, towards the... I want to call it the Tribor Trail. Yes, the Tribor Trail. Uh, I think we're able to do so. I also think that we uh, took out the large majority of the Red Brands, so we should be fairly safe in town. Yeah, do we need to worry about them still? My thought exactly. I'm not sure. Uh, was anyone keeping count? Well, there are a few left, and... Uh... <laughs> Groot here uh, told me uh, where we can find them. Huh. It may be in our best interest to uh, rest up and heal up first. I can see that Romaine and Urkov and Hanny are uh, quite bloodied or still taking massive damage. That's true. And uh, I guess we're unaware of how many more red brands may still be at the Sleeping Giant. Uh, did anyone leave any personal possessions or anything that would tie us to what occurred inside the manor's hold? Would it matter? Well, uh, I mean... I didn't leave anything, but there was something in the bottom of the pool, now that I think about it, that I fell into. Oh, oh yes. Troop knows. That's where Glassstaff keeps escape pouch. Oh, well, there you go. Escape patch? What is escape patch? Escape pouch. I don't know. He keeps escape pouch there. Should I go get it? Well, if you can hold your breath and swim for 15 feet, probably. I got all this armor on, so I wasn't going to jump in there and drown. Uh, yeah, I, I can do that. Why don't you guys rest? I'll walk up. Okay, so I don't remember how to only put one player on one view, but Hanny heads back in, uh, 
And Hannah, you're back here. Yeah, I was also thinking about scaling the the plateau side, but I guess this works too. Um, so I like jump across. Okay, so he moves back into the cavern, goes across the east side. And then try to remember how to get back. He jumps off the map somehow, finds yeah. his way down through the corridor to the secret uh, passageway. I go through the secret passageway? Yeah, I think... was Oh, you came to the north, so you didn't even know about that. All right, well, you've got a passive perception that shows you that walls are different. It's probably off kilter from the other player characters going through it anyway. And uh, there's the cistern in before okay. you. Uh, and I see the whatever the thing is. You can look in there and see uh, a pouch down on the bottom. Okay, and I jump in. Wonderful. And So you swim down, you grab it without any fuss or problems. Cool. You come back up, and um, it was actually a waterproof pouch. Um, it's a waterproof satchel, I guess. Cool. And opening it, you find a potion, and a potion, and 50 gold pieces, and a clean set of ordinary child clothing. Potion, potion, 50 gold, and travel clothes? Yep. Okay. And then I return back to the group. Wonderful. All right, everyone, you've completed a short rest. So roll your HP accordingly, or whatever. Uh, I think you just max after short, don't you? Oh, wait, no, 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 it's a hit die. Yeah, yeah I don't think you max. max. Yep. So I'm just waiting to see your HP's update as you guys roll and get that HP back. Whoa, nice. Can't click on anybody else's stuff. Did you guys heal up all the way? Uh, Archives at 17 HP out of 30. Romaine Letus is at 13 out of 19. Well, I think it was Second Wind and Action Surge again. Good. Romaine, why is your HP so low? He's got a bad you... roll. It's a bit personal there, buddy. Um... <laughs> Sorry. He's got a bad roll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got a 10 plus 2 is 12, and then I got a 5 plus 2 is 7. Uh, we, do, we do the half up. I think I got like a 1 or plus 2 or whatever, so we do the half and then roll up. So yep. 19, yeah, yeah. 19th as low as my fighter can be with our rule set. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, it's not my fault that uh, our DM decides to roll like 22s and stuff when attacking me, too. I have an 18 AC. So, uh, yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, yeah, there's only so much I can do. I'll knock down every. Hanny, did you roll your? <laughs> <be> coming to. <laughs> did I uh, get? Hanny, a... No, I rest? guess you. I guess you didn't. You're right. You were busy. I... Yeah, I was busy. All right. So uh, he gets back to the characters with the satchel in hand. I found these things: two potions and a set of traveling clothes. These are girls' clothes. <laughs> uh, Jupe, 
What are these potions? Oh, that one is his potion of visibility. And the other one is his potion of healing. So I guess you would have identified that one. Cool. Uh, cool. The four of those bad boys. Thanks, Troop. Troop, happy to help. Mm, where Droop going next? Oh, uh, go into town and talk to... Are you uh, talking to Goblin right now? I could be. Did he say in, in common? Or yeah, Droop's Dr talking in common. Oh, then I'll speak, I'll speak in common then. Oh, go to... Um, oh my gosh, what the heck? Toblin uh, Stonehill and tell him that you want to clean uh, the toilets at the bar. Troop don't know oh. how to get there. Hold on, hold on. Quick question. You are sending a savage animal into a human town? Uh, he is an intelligent being. Do you think he's going to be accepted as a goblin in a human town? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, if that's your decision, then not given the circumstances, then goodbye, goblin. Uh, should should Droop be worried? Are humans going to be mean mean to Droop? No. Why would they be mean to you? Did you do anything like harm somebody? No, Droop, Droop never harm anyone. Oh, I mean, you know, have these humans ever harmed any goblins that didn't attack them? Droop doesn't know, have they? Hmm. Oh. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, to do all the work. Yes. Uh. Troop, just leave other set of clothing back inside. Troop, be right back. Now that, now that, that little animal's gone, I can finally tell you. There's a, bla <laughs> there's a black spider uh, up at the Kramar Castle. That was the one in charge of all the bugbears. So probably your class staff guy went up to talk to the black spider queen. And that goblin's afraid of that black spider. He's probably going back in there to tell all the red brands to come kill us. The other goblins talked about Black Spider too, right? That's right. Yeah, I've heard that before. The dead, the dead animal goblins. Yeah, yes, the dead animal goblins. No, yeah, well, actually, they, they, the goblins are still alive. They're the ones that told us about the Crackmore Trail through the past. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, <laughs> wow, those future dead animal goblins. You're right. We need to find this Kragmar castle and kill them. Just to remind them all where they belong. At the bottom of my boot. <laughs> As I know we're role-playing, but I want to make sure this podcast is PC when it comes to goblins. Just Oh, I mean, I don't say anything like that. I'm just being kidding, dude. Um... <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. Um, unfortunately, 
we are not allowed to go to Gragmaw Castle yet because Elf Guy said that we must first go to the well and clean up all the ghouls. Tell you guys what, I really wish we had Glassstaff right now. He'd probably be great to take the Cragmall Castle. His magic missiles were packing a punch. It looks like he's gotten stronger since I last saw him. Well, yeah, you get stronger when you sell your soul to black spiders. I mean, everyone knows that. Yeah, I guess infiltrating into a Cragmall Castle would require a lot of gaining and skills. That makes sense to me. So are we going to go in and uh, smoke this goblin and the other uh, red brands, or are we just going to uh, play nice when he comes back out and act all ignorant? Tell him to go to town. That way then we don't have to kill him. Oh, I told him I was a sheriff. He bought it. Oh. I don't even have a star. <laughs> goblin. For the uh, red brands, I think that maybe since I only saw four of them if there's only four of them left and four of us i'm thinking that maybe we can persuade them to tell the rest of the red brands what happened in there so the red brands will leave us alone oh good yeah i think there's like 20 left uh i wasn't counting so i can't tell you how many out of 30 i think i was counting if you said there's four then if my math is anywhere close to being right which it it might be and I think there's like 20. So if you could talk to four, four oh, of them. I only saw two. We, we killed like three in the very first room. I, I got dropped off by the genie. I don't want to talk about okay? Yeah, there were 30. And then we killed a bunch. And now there's like 20. No, I, I think we killed more than 10, right? Maybe you're counting the ones in town, maybe. It's a, it's a lot of memory. Yeah. Well, either we let the goblin do what goblins do, those sneaky, conniving, uh, love it, land-loving people, cave-loving cave dwellers. You probably felt more comfortable underground. Is that PG? Was that PG enough? You're good, dude. I was just kidding. You're oh, fine. Okay. All right, good. Those, those I really cro- was just kidding. Teeth. Those big ears, beady eyed <laughs> goblins. You're good. <laughs> With their ragged uh, <laughs> nails. I heard, I heard they eat human hair instead of floss. And I was like, who eats floss? And uh, that's what my buddies told me. So we're heading back to town now. <laughs> I'm just role playing it. DM letting the player character sit around in a short rest in the middle of a forest or whatever you guys want. Let's just camp out here. All right, Hanny, you got your HP back now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Hanny, go ahead. Take take your short rest HP. It's all yours. I need it. Uh... Well, tell you what, if we camp out here, we don't have to pay any uh, fees for the inn. And then also, we can make sure that none of the red brands sneak out at night with the goblin uh, snitching. Those crafty, conniving goblins. To me. I mean, I'm comfortable in, in the woods. Uh, yeah, we do I, have... I don't particularly care either. Right. We do have a uh, 
what's it called? Goblin Hideout. I don't know if we still I guess we don't have our horses anymore. Yeah, the Goblin Hideout is pretty far from here, I think. It is. Yeah. Okay. All right, well, let's uh, let's get to setting up our camp. And uh, uh, like I said, if that goblin comes back, we just got to show him in a town. Okay. I'll go. I'm going to go collect some food, I guess. Like, you're going to go order us some, or you're going to just collect it around the woods? I'm going to collect it around the woods. Huh. Okay. Although technically you and I don't need to eat because we have good berries. Do you think the banana thing was a joke or no, good I do berries think are... it was a joke? I do okay. think it was a joke. <laughs> okay, I, I was wondering, you know, good berries actually. Right, I was thinking like raspberry, but I don't know. So it would I be a good explanation. I always love big juicy blueberries. Like the size of a banana? No. <laughs> so so I always thought of them as, you know, some kind of like either blackberry or uh the berries that come off of uh I mean I don't even know if they're necessarily berries, but uh off of holly branches. Just because, no. you know the holly is kind of a druid thing, so I just kind of that's one of the things I always think. Sam, of. are you a druid? Don't holly bushes Ranger. Yeah, well, dru- druids is what I'm used to seeing good berries on, so I was just asking. Yeah, but don't yeah. don't holly bush- Bushes on a dingle. I, I guess oh, I don't yeah. know. I, mean, I, I thought that there were dingleberries. No idea, honestly. Oh, I'm not a druid. I heard. Yeah. I heard. Uh, I heard druids uh, like to eat dingleberries. Romaine roll a survival check. I mean, uh, Hanny roll a survival check for foraging. Do all of the uh, characters have some sort of food? I think so. Uh, I have rations, so I can just eat a ration. Yep. Yeah. Um, well, I kind of forgot about Silva. Uh, I don't think we even have like a uh, well, wait, chart. I mean, we all, we all eat good berries, right? So that means that we don't have to eat for 24 hours. Uh, you and I ate good berries. I, I chomped them all down. Um, survival. DM might ask you to make a wisdom survival check. Follow track. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, they don't have, like, a uh, thing. I got an 11, so I passed. Yeah. I guess. You bring back some food. Cool. Are you guys making, like, an actual camp? Are you guys just chilling here? Do people got bedrolls? What are we doing? Uh, I got my backpack, got my bedroll, got my flint. I will make a fire. Okay, you make a fire. You guys are pretty comfortable. Um, Should we be making fire so close to the mansion? We're at the bottom of a hill. If anything, we should worry about the fire catching the trees on fire. But won't this smoke rise up so that they can see it from the mansion? We're sitting outside the entrance of a cave, like 50 feet from the uh, bad guys. I feel like you're worried about the wrong things. Okay. If you want to, if you want to stay away from the mansion, we can just go back to town and stay in a hotel room. In. 
Yeah, I mean, you guys are about 150 feet from the mansion in uh, just horizontal means, and then another like 30 in vertical means. But um, it sounds to me like Romain Letus made his fire. Yeah, it keeps, it keeps the wolves away. And All I can right. actually see at night. You guys want to just put your characters in order on the board for like uh, watches? Uh, sure. Close. The order? Sure. All right. Kenny, yes. during your watch, I need a perception check. Okay, perception. Uh, train. So, 16. Okay. Uh, Hanny, you can easily see that out to the east of the unknown forest that you're in, um, there is something large pushing through the trees coming towards your direction. Okay. Um, I wake up for the other people. Okay. Oh, did you wake all of us up? I guess depending on time, yes? You have plenty of time. Uh, yeah, wake you all up. Ah, get up, get up. What's going on? There's some big thing coming through the woods. Okay. So, um... A, uh... Large... Creature... With, uh... Ragged clothing, a great club... Big muscles and big bellies, white skin, is pushing its way towards your encampment and your fire. Um, when he spots you guys, he begins charging at you. So let's roll some initiative. Since no tokens are selected. Oh, for mine? I got it. I have an 11. Yeah, I just gotta get my turn tracker up. Okay. So, Hanny got an 11. Romain, that 13 is accurate. Arkov, that 9 is accurate. Uh, is it, did you get a 17? Romain is a 16. Yeah, I got 17. Okay, then those are old numbers. I deleted your old people out of turn tracker now. So, I got Hanny, Romain. You guys can see yourselves? Well, in the, the turn tracker. That the turn, I still see myself at 16, like I haven't seen a 9 or whatever you asked me what it right, was. Cool. That's fine, that works. So, yeah, 11, 14, 17, 16. Am I missing anyone? Shouldn't there be five? Sildar, Sildar, all right, cool. Sort these suckers. Okay, um, uh, anything I need to know about this dude? Nope, remain leadish. You're readied first for this. All right, would I have slept in chainmail or no? Yeah, light armor. Uh, I have chainmail. I don't know what that is. That that might be medium or heavy. I don't know. Uh, look at my book. Well, the I have a I have a crossbow. So it's the question is, do I run up and get myself knocked out real quick like I normally do, or do I shoot from the back? We could also run west. Chainmail's heavy armor. You did not sleep in it. 
Okay, uh, then I will take my crossbow bolt out and I will roll to attack. So Go ahead. Does that 20 uh, hit? Yep. So you find he's a very large character, and you're drawn to the size of his belly button. And your eyes focus on that as you release your bolt right into his belly button. So is it just max damage? Either one. Uh, Max damage, you can double roll, but only add one modifier. uh, I'll just just max damage. Alright. He is very upset. Urkov, okay. you're up. Can I take my bonus action? Sure. Alright, I'm going to um, use my healing surge. Uh, so 1d10 plus fighter level. Now, is that from a, after a long rest you'd gain that or now? Uh, short or long. I'll call him to check him. Go ahead. Yeah, I think... Oh. Uh, well, I think it's because fighters are kind of like limited with a couple things. So, all right, so I'm back up to 19. And then, can I take my sec? Can I take my bonus action to attack with the bolt again, or no? You only get one action and one bonus action per turn, and then one reaction on other turns. Uh, I have an act. So that was my second one. Action surge, additional action once per short slash long rest. All right, so just so, give you like a second action. It's not your bonus action, then. Yeah, you still have a bonus action. Oh, uh, well, the bonus action was my second wind. I want a second action to attack. But since I have a crossbow bolt, I'm asking, am I able to or not? Yeah, so is like, the- if you've got some ability that gives you a second action, uh, the crossbow does not require... Like, an action is loading and shooting a crossbow. Oh, okay, sweet. So then I'm going to attack him again with the crossbow bolt. Sure. Does a 18 hit? And 18 hits his extremely large body. And three damage. All right, he takes another three. And that's my turn. Wonderful. Urkov. Yep. Uh, this distance is accurate here? Not really. Not really? No. Okay. You just tell me you're closing the space to attack him. That's fine with me. Well, is 20 foot on a spear, right? Or. Easy further than twenty feet away. Do you, uh, he's he's next in the initiative. Do you just want to hold your turn until he's within range? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. All right. So in him closing the gap. Go ahead and take your shot. Your That was so close to a twenty. Um, anything else you want to do with your turn? Nope. Um. Well, I mean, I guess I haven't used a move action, so I can like. Pull out my mace. Sure. We'll go with all that. Uh, the ogre is able to close the space and swing his great club at Arkov. Attempt. Attempt to swing his great club. I mean, you can always swing and not hit, right? Yeah. Alright. Um, his uh, great club, given the size, smashes into a tree branch. Uh, which makes him drop it as he screams out in anger. Nice. It is now Sildar's turn. Let's surround this beast, Sildar says as he goes around the side of the ogre and swings with his longsword of never hit, plus six. 
Uh, given the size of the ogre, he is able to hit. And deals... Uh, seven damage to the ogre. He swings again. And is able to connect for a second slash of five damage. Nice. Man, this thing's fat. Hannah, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, uh, can I surround in that? Well, I guess I can go down because I can just. Uh... Yep. I'll just, I'll just uh, circle following Siddler's path. 10, 15, 20, 20 30, I guess. Sure. And I will smash him. Yep. With my fancy sword. Um, and I'll hit and I'll do. 16 damage. Okay, he still stands, but takes a large chunk of HP. Anything else, Hanny? Uh, uh, that's my move. Thing. Alright, Romain, it's your turn. Alright, I uh, drop the crossbow, grab my uh, mace from my hand, and charge into the ugly guy. Um... And smack. Hey, you're able to connect. And nine damage. All right. He's extremely angry. Urkov, your turn. Urkov is going to cast bless. I th we don't provoke attacks opportunity in combat. Anymore. More right, or is that an accurate? Okay, uh, yeah, so uh, bless is going to be up to three characters, so that's uh, everybody except for me. And whenever they make an attack roll or a savings throw, they can add 1d4 to the attack roll or saving throw. Sounds good, yep, all right. It is the ogre's turn. He's able to pick up his weapon and swing it at Urkov, who laughed at him when he hit the tree last time. I did laugh, yes. All right. Laugh again. <laughs> he rolls a two, and uh, his eight still is unable to connect. Sildar Hallwinter's turn. Two swings of his longsword connect with the ogre's flesh, dealing a reasonable amount of damage, knocking the ogre unconscious. The uh, stink of the ogre's body makes your campsite almost inhabitable. Inhabitable? Yeah, something like that at this point. He had nothing on him but some makeshift hide armor, which is partly hide of animal, partly hide of human. And uh, his great club. Good luck with all that. Mm. Large dead ogre in your campsite. I guess we got to move now. You know, I was just trying to save some money, but it might just be best if we go get a hotel at this point. Uh, what time of night is it? So it happened somewhere in the second watch. We're assuming two-hour watches, so we'll just pretend like, you know, somewhere around midnight. Yeah, I guess midnight might be 
too much past the witching hour to get out, Dalaran. You think they're all asleep? Well, I'm saying it may they may not be at this point. They that we may still be good. Oh. Okay, good. Yep. I'm tired. Yep. Okay, so the characters stumble their way out of the forest away from the ogre smell. Uh, to be um, fair, like most of us in this party are wilderness peoples to begin with, so I don't know that we necessarily stumble out of the forest. I call it stumbling just because like you're dead tired from all the fighting in the manor and then killing an ogre. Uh, you all woke right. up in the middle of the night. Okay. Fine. Not not like lost stumbling, just stumbling. Okay. Uh, you make your way to the road. And head past the sleeping giant. And just some percentage dice to see if any red bands walk out while you're there. Oh, yes, they do. Let's see how many. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Very nice. I would say four red brands. <laughs> oh, Stumble we, out of the sleeping we had a giant. D20 worth of red brands. <laughs> that okay. could have gone. All 20 of them. All 20 that Sam said were still alive. <laughs> So um, at this point, everyone has been told that you characters with your description were the ones that killed the red brands in the street. Yeah, we uh, did. Um, these guys stumble out and go, hey, those are the guys. And you find yourselves in another set of oh, combat with four more red brands. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me get some of these guys out here. One, two, three, four. I rolled a ninety-seven percent, man. I had to give it a D twenty yeah, after yeah, that, you, you know. It seemed only fair. All right, I'm just gonna put these guys somewhere where I can see their figures. Still, just kind of theater mind more than anything else, and I need the figures to keep track of their HP. There's too much crap on this map. There we go. All right, I'm adding everyone to the new initiative. Well, all my guys. Go ahead and roll yourselves in. Fine. I mean, I got a 12 right. at first, but I just rolled to a 3. So, is it actually a 12? Do we update to a 12? Uh, yeah, if you could. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. I put in Urkav, you got an 11, and then Hanny, I got to add you in with... What'd you get? 5. Better than the one I rolled for you. I'll probably just get killed. All right, descending. All right, one of the red band ruffians. Uh, all four of these men being out so late are of the poisoned um, inhibition. So they get disadvantage on attack rolls. Uh, they will... I'll move this one up to you, Hanny. I'll, I'll take turns on all of you, okay? To make this kind of fair and fun. But uh, you get the first one, Hanny, because he was closest to your character. Sure. Just the way the cookie crumbles. I gotta pull up a red brand character sheet. Tied to red brand. 15 AC. I still don't even know how to pull these things besides going into the notes and clicking on them. Alright, there we go. And these are the guys with two attacks with their short swords. Mm hmm. Been a bit since we fought some red brand ruffians, I guess. All right, a swing. He's got to take disadvantage. The 14 is his first roll, his 16 is his second. 14 plus 4 is an 18. He's able to connect with Hanny, right? Mm -hmm. 
his sword stabs for four damage, Annie. Okay, on his second attack, he rolls. What is that? Is that a 19 or a 9? Let's 19. say chat. Okay, 19, but he has disadvantage. Second one's a 15. He is able to connect okay. <laughs> for seven damage, Hanny. Yikes. All right. Next up is. <laughs> He's a master of the junk of fist. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Next up is the uh, red brand that is going to attack Urkov. First roll is an eight. I'll probably be keeping that. Nope, he gets a six. He's unable to connect with Urkov. Second attack is a nat one, which he'll be keeping, <laughs> and a 19 for the second. All right, uh, we'll just uh, give him, give you advantage, because he's just kind of like, he puked a little bit on that attack. Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Give him a little sickness thing, if you can see it underneath that crazy mm -hmm. arrow. I'll just uh oh that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna fill him with green. Tint color green. Love that. Okay? Because he's kind of uh -huh. peeping. Alright, now the one fighting Romaine Letus. A three and a fourteen. So even without your chainmail on. Uh actually uh, well, I mean I, I probably would have put it on between the time I Yeah, he could have gotten dressed before. That's fine. Yeah, so you're wearing it, but he, he misses on the first tack. And then uh, he's definitely going to miss on a second attack as well. And then the final red brand. It looks like all the red bands were a little bit more awake than you guys. Swings at Sildar. 18 and a 14. Notable NPCs. Sildar. Character sheet 16. Okay, Sildar is not hit. Second attack. Uh, three does not hit Sildar. Okay, it is your guys' turn. So everyone just uh, roll away, or you guys can say that you are going to jump on the same guy. What do you guys want to uh, do? I'll jump on the guy that attacked me. Yep. You hit. 11 damage. Wonderful. All right. My uh, thing is having a heck of a time. There we go. Oh, man. I'm going to have to refresh roll 20. It's just glitchy. Let me refresh. Okay. I'm going to deal 11 damage to the guy right above you. Nice. Any other actions? Nope. He's super nope. bloodied. Erkov, your turn. In a booming voice, Erkov says... It is too late for this. Stop. Uh, so they can take their will saves or drop their weapons and be turned by me. Okay, so they'll have to take will saves. Yep. Alright, I'm just going left to right. So the one in front of Romaine fails. Yeah, the one in well. front of you. What's my DC? It goes real quick. 14. Uh, fails. The one in front of Sildar. Is that 6 or 14? Uh, 6. 6 fails. And then the one in front of Hanny passes. Poor Hanny. That guy's serious. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that guy is serious. 
He killed his lover or something. I don't know, man. <laughs> All right. Um, so everyone drops their weapon, right? And they can't hurt you. It's this thing that we've talked about before, Kov? Yeah, correct. Cool. Hannah, your turn. All right. So obviously I'm talking to the guy that's in front of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, with advantage. 23 will hit. And I'll attack him for... 11 damage. Nice. He's still standing, but bloodied. I guess we'll see if I make it. Okay. Uh, so back to the top of the round. It's the game. Oh, Sildar. He didn't go yet. All right, Sildar gets to attack the one in front of him. 14 or 16 does not hit. Second one does hit. Seven damage. There we go. All right, so the one that was attacking Hanny can just pick up his sword and attack Hanny, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things. Multi attack is not in any uh, Forerun action, you know. So picking up the sword, I don't know, interferes with the multi attack. Nah, so. just uh, well, he, bonus he action passed. movement. He passed. Oh, he passed too. Uh, yeah, I forgot. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. The fifteen doesn't hit you though, right, Tim? Uh, fifteen does hit. Okay, the second attack does not hit you. I rolled two on it. The first attack deals seven more damage to you. Kenny okay, passes I'm out. I'm down. That I'm one berry sure. that I gave to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Wait, or Cobb, the one I? that was... I don't know. Yeah? Since it's past midnight, can I use my uh, um, Relentless Endurance thing? It's a once-per-day deal. You need long rest to get it back, just to be fair. Uh, probably. Yeah, probably. You're right. Okay. Um, you say good job? No, I drop. Oh, I drop. Gotcha. I'm like, you, you don't have to hey, say that, Sam. It's okay. Like, good hey. job. <laughs> All right. Um, the red brand that's sick is the next one up. So you no longer get advantage against Murkov. And he can no longer attack you. Or it takes disadvantage to attack you, or what? No, can't attack me. Zero attack. Okay. He'll just be looking at Sildar then. I'm swinging at Sildar twice. Alright, so he takes us three on that attack. I guess they still have disadvantage because they're poisoned. Mm-hmm. And he's unable to connect to Sildar. Then uh, two attacks against Romaine. A 16 and a 3. Unable to connect on the first attack. A 20 and a 2. Unable to connect on the second attack. And then the one, yeah. That was in front of Sildar rolls. So glad these guys are drunk. He misses on his first attack. I'm just jumping ahead to the second. Misses on his second attack. All right, Romain, your turn. All right. So I attack the guy in front of me again. Yep. Uh, not 20. Yep. He dies, man. He only right. he had very little HP. You're able to cut him down. With my morning star. Smash him down. him down with the morning star. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's saying something, sure. dude. Yeah. Yep. yep. All right, Eric, your turn. Okay. Um, my guy 
Uh, I'll go after. Uh, I'll walk away from my guy. So if he wants to take an attack opportunity, he can't, right? Uh, yep. <laughs> um, I will attack the one that attack Annie. Yep. Go ahead. All right, you hit. Four damage. He's still standing. That's all. That's everything. He's extremely bloodied. Hannah, your turn. Saving throw. I think I heard him get up and leave at some yeah, point. Yeah, so I was about to say, I thought I heard that, though. Yeah. All right, Sildar, two swings of the long swordy on the guy who was already damaged in front of him. It's a miss. And that's a nat 20. And he is able to cut this guy nice. down. Another dead red brand to add to the pile. Yeah, I All guess right. that's kind of unfortunate. Uh, we there's... can't make piles of figures doing it like this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I like leaving their little tokens on the board, but it works out. So uh, Reed, this guy was the one that did pass your save. One uh, so he's going to be yeah. swinging at you. Yep. Uh, he is going to still roll disadvantage though because of his poison state. He misses his first swing because of his four and misses his second swing because of his six. Yep. Nice. All right. And then um, sick one is still alive. So he can attack Sildar again. He's going to miss on his first attack. And he has a chance on a second here. Nope, he's going to miss on a second attack. All right, and that brings us back around to Romine. All right, so I attack uh, the green guy. Yep. Uh, 11 damage. He still stands. Huge chunk of damage off of him, though. Erkov? Yep, I will keep on swinging. Did you actually? What was your total with the twelve, though? Uh, sixteen. All right, yeah, you hit. You got seven damage on the low guy who passed the save. He's dead. Cool, nice. All right. There exists one red brand. He was the one who puked on his own shoes. Um. After Urkov is Hanny. Hanny's got a second save to make. Uh, Sildar two swings against sick man. He's going to hit. Uh, sick man is dead. Nice. All right. We've dispatched of all of them. Can someone save Hanny before yeah, his absolutely. third save? Zero less though. Cool. Hanny. Hanny is saved before he dies completely. So that's... That would have been great if he so died while you guys were gone. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That, yeah. Yes, that is how that magic works. Huh. I've never seen it on this end. How does it feel from the other uh, end? Uh, you know how, like, there's pearly gates and you uh, kind of, like, see your god? Uh, that's a little different from how our religion does it, but sure. Okay, because all I see is a bunch of uh, goblins and it's really hot. Like, that's really hot, dark. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> that's, uh, oh. Romaine, we're going to need to talk some afterwards. Yeah, no problem, dude. Just keep those, uh, keep those spares and dimes. 
<laughs> Does anyone have a way to give Hanny some HP? Are we just gonna kind of pull him along? I think uh, I think we're gonna. Okay, I'll, go ahead. I'll lift him up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Alright, so you guys are gonna drag his body. You have made it past Sleeping Giant without anyone else bothering you. The town's emptied. You guys are going all the way up to the corner to the inn here. Is that right? Yes, that was the plan. Alright, you guys are able to enter the inn and get a room. And uh, let's just call it a night there. A lot's happened here. Yeah, so, uh, we made it alive. We did make it alive. It's, what's really interesting is I'm used to the 5e battles really like punishing and killing especially with this many ma monsters and stuff like those bugbears were no chumps mm -hmm. um it's really good that Sildar got in the room for glass staff because that could have been the end of you guys i guess if he was yeah pointing magic missiles the wrong way yep um but uh i've got my random encounter thing for when you guys travel or rest and i rolled that for the ogre and then uh looks like we had to do the red brands on passing by the sleeping giant because you guys wanted to take that path i think um or took that path unknowingly i don't know so thank you for joining us for the Pathless Podcast. This was our 5e campaign of the Lost Minds of Fandelievers. Our website is www.pathlesspod.com. If you have any questions, you can reach out through that. If you feel the need to rate or review us, don't do it during this because we're doing this weird Discord podcast where the cutouts happen every five seconds and I can't fix it. Anyone else have anything? Uh, thank, thank you for you. listening. Wonderful. Bye.